Good morning. It's March 21st, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. Today's title is Get Out of the Boat, and the music you're listening to is the cello suite number one in G major by Johann Sebastian Bach, played by Yo-Yo Ma. Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. Matthew 14, 27, 29. All through college and medical school, when I was on my way to an exam, I would cough. Some people internalize their nervous fear and then display physical manifestations like tremor or nausea or diarrhea or in the form of a headache or muscle spasm. I cough. Now, whether I had legitimate reason to fear or not was irrelevant. Like my older brother, and in fact most of my colleagues, we excelled academically. But my history of fear with tests goes much further and deeper than education at the higher levels. My mother could tell you I was a nervous wreck before every test I ever took from kindergarten to the end of high school, even though I invariably did well. There, of course, are seemingly much more legitimate reasons to fear in life. A friend at church has his contract at work expiring next month, and he knows it won't be renewed. He's worked at the same bank for 20 years and is now facing unemployment and the attendant uncertainties. I've mentioned my daughter and son-in-law who deal with fear and uncertainty as they battle his recent lymphoma diagnosis, now compounded by the very real fear of COVID-19 for someone immune-suppressed. There are individuals every day who face impending bankruptcy, potential homelessness, literal starvation, legal entanglements, bad diagnoses followed by bad prognoses, an injury whose severity threatens to radically alter daily life. When I first wrote these words, there was fear like rarely before on a global scale. The coronavirus outbreak had become a full pandemic. In the weeks prior to writing this, stores had emptied of bottled water, toilet paper, and hand sanitizer, and what certainly appear to be apocalyptic fears on at least a part of the population. The stock market was in its third week of freefall as manufacturing and travel were drastically curtailed in the wake of nationwide quarantines, and those restrictions were now spreading to other countries. People were watching their investments, sometimes representing their life savings, dwindle drastically overnight. Hourly workers feared they are permanently out of jobs with all restaurants, gyms, malls, music events, and sporting events halted indefinitely, and they had rent and food to pay. Mothers were dealing with homeschooling 50 million kids in our country alone. We've discussed this before. Remember that fear, by definition, is an emotion largely based on something that hasn't actually happened yet. The world's efforts to contain this virus are unprecedented, and yes, drastic measures were taken, but mortality rates in the average person were still extremely low. As soon as I sat down and began taking my exams, my cough would always stop. My friend at church is still the same person he was before he found out about his contract not being renewed, and he'll find a job, but it's the fear of the unknown that he's really experiencing. If you've had a wreck going too fast around a certain curve, and you're anxious when you next encounter it, such that you slow down, that's not really fear, that's wisdom. You can fear a bad prognosis, but it's only a prognosis, not the fact. You can fear financial destitution, or you can fear the complete collapse of society due to a pandemic, but none of that had actually happened, and you don't know what tomorrow will bring. 
In a way, all fear is fear of the unknown, because only God knows the future. But right there is the key. If you come to have a relationship with God through your knowledge of Christ and your experience of him via the indwelling Holy Spirit, then you know God is unfailing in his love for you and that he has plans for you. So when only God knows the future, that is actually the most reassuring realization. When Peter stepped out of the boat, he did it because he believed the Lord. He took the initiative to step out in faith and try something that everyone would have said was impossible. Ask, say, Sister Teresa, who would one day become Mother Teresa, if you could, about what is possible and what is impossible. Peter conquered his fear with his faith. When he took his eyes off of Jesus and looked at the wind and the waves, he panicked. Panic breeds a downward spiral of fear, and he began to sink. But even when his faith wavered, and even though Jesus rebuked him for his little faith afterwards, notice that Jesus rescued him anyway. Jesus never abandons us. He's there to rescue us even when our faith wavers. I believe. Help my unbelief, right? By the way, as you may have figured out, Peter is my person in Scripture. Everybody's too hard on him, in my opinion. So he sank when he got scared. Did you see anyone else stepping out of the boat? A little shout-out for Peter, in my opinion. So, step out of the boat today. Help your neighbor who is self-isolating by not being one of the hoarders. Practice self-distancing. Dive into work and school from home to whatever extent you can. Healthcare workers do what we were trained to do, save lives at the risk of our own. But to be smart and diligent and do it right. Everyone, do what you can to help your neighbor. And today, like never before, the whole world is your neighbor. The message is simple, really. There is no reason to fear the unknown for the person who is united with his Savior. The remarkable thing, however, is the only way this knowledge will assuage your fear in the future is if you really believe it. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. 1 John four eighteen. Father God, strengthen us every day, our faith in your Son and perfect love that he is for us. When we acknowledge that God only knows, may that be a reassurance and not an expression of frustration. Let it calm us with the certainty that we are firmly in the midst of your providential will for us, and let fear be cast out. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.